everybody. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We're so happy that you've tuned in to join us today. I'm Victoria. This is Mark, my husband, and we're evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. We hope that you have a Bible handy. We want you to go grab it, get a notebook and a pen, take notes so that you can go back later and study over everything that you've learned today. We're going to be teaching truths from God's Word that are going to make a great impact on your life. Jesus said you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. If there's any area in your life that you need freedom in, the key to your liberation is the truth from God's Word. Yes. Not just hearing it and knowing it, but acting on it. So that's what we're going to do today. Yes. We have been uh, teaching on all the different miracle testimonies in the Bible. Yes. Actually, yeah, we're in the middle of studying all the miracle testimonies of Jesus, uh, the healings and the deliverances. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, there's 19 individual testimonies. Now, it might seem like there's a lot more than that, but that's because the different authors, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, a lot of them will tell the same story from their perspective. Actually, inspired by the Holy Spirit, they'll give a different angle to the same miracle testimony. Right. Kind of like if like if there was a car accident mm -hmm. and four different people saw it happen, but they were each standing in a different spot. Mm -hmm. And then the police would come and interview everybody. And this person would say, well, this is what I saw happen. Right. And this person would say, this is what I saw happen. Um, their details come together to give you a full picture, full picture. of the situation. And... You know, the Bible talks about, and at, the, at the end of John, John said that of every healing, every miracle, everything Jesus did would be recorded. He said, I suppose all the books of the world could contain it all. Now, wow. he's just speaking, I believe, as a hyperbola there. It's just showing you with, with an emphatic statement of how powerful mm -hmm. and how amazing and how much Jesus did in a three and a half year period. Right. Yet, the Holy Spirit saw fit to have 19 cases recorded. Why? Because anything you have, any need you have, any question you might have about healing, what you need, how to receive, you can find it in those 19 cases. And that's really important because when you go to God, you have to be 100% convinced that when you pray, He hears you and He's answering you. If you're not convinced of that, you're going to have a hard time receiving. Right. So your questions need to be answered, and they are answered as you study these stories. Oh, praise Amen. God. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, mm -hmm. today, and forever. You right. know what does, that, what does that mean practically? That means the same Jesus who walked the shores of Galilee 2,000 years ago is alive right now, watching you in your home, ready to move on your behalf. Yes, amen. His word is the same. His promises are the same. His power is the same. Mm -hmm. His works are the same. And His ministry is the same. And what we mean by that is, if His ministry is the same, then if you look at the people and how they listened to Him, what they did, how they responded, how they acted on His Word, if you'll do the same thing they did, you'll get the same results they received. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. We've seen this all mm -hmm. over the world. Amen. Amen. Because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
I don't know when you're going to see this video, but today, right now, he is the same. He is alive. Yes. He's ready to do for you what you need done. Amen. The Lord will perfect that which concerns you. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. So the last miracle story that we were talking about when we were with you last time was about the paralytic who was lowered through the roof where Jesus was teaching and his four friends lowered him through the roof at the feet of Jesus. Do you want me to read it? Absolutely. Okay, we're in Luke chapter 5, and I'm going to start in verse 17. Luke 5, 17. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. You know, those, those men sitting there listening to Jesus, they came from all around to hear him teach. But it says that they thought to themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? They didn't believe Jesus was God. But they were still there, they were still just there. checking them out, I think. Uh, yeah, what's interesting to me is it says that, I mean, you understand, these were the political and religious rulers. Of the day. Of the day. I mean, these are the guys who are kind of calling the shots. They're in charge. They're in charge. You know, they were underneath Rome, the Roman rule, but locally they were in charge. And Jesus and these guys were constantly butting heads. <laughs> these guys were really opposed to Jesus' ministry. Right. And yet, look at the statement. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Mm. God's power was there because God wanted to heal them. None of them received healing. Yet God loved them despite their Arrogance. Their arrogance. God loved them despite their their hard-heartedness. He was trying to get them healed. He couldn't get them healed because of they wouldn't receive the ministry of Jesus. Mm. They wouldn't receive the ministry. Yet the power of the Lord was present to heal them. them. As we said last time, that statement alone shows you that you cannot determine the will of God by results or lack of results. 
Because here, God intended for everyone there to be healed. Right. Yet none of them received healing. God, it says it, the power of the Lord was present. Why was it present? To heal them. Yet none of them received right. healing. Amen. So, once again, you do not determine or you did not uh, classify or say, well, it was the will of God for them to be healed because they received healing. This guy must not have been the will of God because no one, he, he didn't receive his healing. Here is proof right here that it was the will of God for them to be healed. The power was there to heal them, yet they were not healed. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, just because the power is there doesn't mean you're going to receive what you need. Yeah. You have to have a connection to the power. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, if a building is wired for electricity, well, unless you go in the building and flip the switches, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that electricity isn't going to do any good. It's the same with the power of God. Faith gives action to the power. Yes. The house could be filled with power, but unless you give action to the power, it's going to do you no good. Mm -hmm. Those men who brought their friend, they swip, they flipped the switch, yeah. so to speak. They flipped their switch of faith yeah. and their friend received their healing yeah, the, and nobody else got healed. Yeah, as he was being lowered down to the feet of Jesus, the Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, he saw it. He saw it. You can see faith. It, it, it shows up in the eyes. It shows up in the in your countenance, and it shows up in your corresponding your action. actions. That's <clears throat> I've right. seen it time and again where, while I'm preaching, someone just stands out to me, and it's like they're looking at me, and they're like, <laughs> they're ready. They're just they're just ready. They're ready. They're ready to receive their miracle, and boom. They get it. They, they get their yeah, miracle. Yeah, they receive. Amen. Uh, but so here, Jesus saw their faith. And when he saw their faith, something's already starting to happen. Mm -hmm. But notice the first thing he says, man, your sins are forgiven you. That's amazing because, you know, from an outsider's perspective, what does this man need? Mm -hmm. This man needs his body healed. Yeah. But Jesus can see deeper than that. Yes. And he can see this man needs his sins forgiven. Oh. That shows so many things. That one statement there shows so many things. But mm. one thing that it shows me is that sickness and disease, the root cause of sickness and disease is sin. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that if you are sick, you have sinned. And that's what caused it. That's not what I'm saying, which that might be true. It could be. In this case, it was. But, but what I'm saying is the root of all sickness and disease is because Adam and Eve chose to disobey God. At that point, they died spiritually. Mm. They were cut off from God, and that's when sickness and disease entered the world. So when Jesus says, your sins are forgiving you, he's fixing that problem. Yeah. The, so he's saying, if your sins are forgiven you, then you're healed. Yeah, Basically, that's, right. that's what he's saying. He was dealing with the root. Wow, that's amazing. When you deal with the fruit, you'll have the fruit. That's right. You know what's interesting? And you, you say this a lot. Uh, Isaiah 53, verse 6. Notice what it says. All, all we yes. like sheep have gone astray. 
We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. All we like sheep have gone astray. Mm -hmm. We have all, each one, turned to our own way. Sin mm -hmm. at its root is just selfishness. It's going your own way. It's going your own way. Now, now I think about this as an outsider. Now, we've read our Bibles, and many of us, some of you will begin reading your Bible, mm -hmm. but many of us, we, we just assume, we just kind of take things for granted. But just pretend like you're alive during Adam and Eve's time, mm -hmm. and you're an outsider looking in. You haven't heard the communication between Adam and God. All you can do is see. And all you, all you can see is that Adam and Eve they take a piece of fruit off a tree. They take a piece of fruit off a tree. Yeah. And they take a bite. Outwardly, it's like, well, what's the big deal about eating fruit? No big deal. Yet it was one <laughs> of the most treacherous acts of all wow. in the history of mankind. Yeah. And think about it. So it's not just what the surface looks like. It's what looks like in the heart. They were disobeying God and they were committing a high act of treason selling the planet, selling the human race out to Satan. Everything that we see today, the starvation mm -hmm. that's happening right now, mm -hmm. the, the sickness and the disease, the plagues, the earthquakes, everything, violence. the violence, the murder, you name it, everything that's happening today in the earth, evil today, it began by someone eating a piece of fruit. Wow. Because it was not just eating a piece of fruit. It was a man oh, disobeying God, going his, his own, own way. way. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important that we don't compare ourselves with each other. Oh, I'm not so bad like this guy over here. <laughs> I'm not so bad as that person over there. Do you know what they did? That's good. Amen. Amen. No, each of us need a Savior. 3 John 2 says this, I wish, beloved, that you would prosper in every way and be in health even as your soul prospers. So that what that shows is getting things right on the inside yeah. will affect the things outside. on the outside. The way That's, you think. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's why we have one of the main reasons why we decided to do this program is to educate the believer, mm -hmm. to see your mind renewed. When your mind is renewed, you go from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. You go from a, a mindset of lack to a mindset of abundance. Yes. You go from a mindset of, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? To a mindset of miracles. Yes. And when you think that way, it's amazing what God can do in your life. The Bible says God is able to do infinitely more than all we ask or imagine mm -hmm. according to his power at work in, in us. us. His power starts working in us when we start thinking in line with his word. Oh, hallelujah. You know, it might be hard for people still to see the connection between the spiritual and the physical, but here's a great example at our miracle festivals. Mm -hmm. Many times when we pray with the crowd, a crowd is a group of individuals. Mm -hmm. The individuals pray to receive Jesus before we even pray for the sick, 
miracles start happening all around. Why? Because Jesus comes to live inside, yeah. and he's the healer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Get it right on the inside. Get it right and on the inside. And it'll show up on the outside. Amen. Wow. So let me tell you a quick story along these lines yes. about the getting to the root problem is more important. The, 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 he, the, the forgiveness of your sins is more important than the healing of your body. Amen. But you right? can have both. But you can have both. <laughs> and so let me just tell you this story. When we were first getting started uh, as in the ministry, we moved to Mexico as missionaries. We were living in this tiny little village. And then we were going to other villages that were smaller than the village we lived in. <laughs> and there was this place where we were invited uh, to go preach for a weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday evening, I believe that's what it was. Maybe it was Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday evening. It really doesn't matter, but it was three nights. And um, I was asked to go minister to a lady who was in bed. She was bedridden. She had some mysterious condition. They'd gone to the doctor. The doctor didn't know what to tell them. All I know is that afterwards, the, the, the pastor who took me to see her said that her she was in pain from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. And the pastor said, just to slightly lay your hand on her like this caused her great pain. So she's bedridden. She'd been bedridden for a while. I don't know how long. So we go in there. I have a translator and the, and the pastor with me. And I, and I say, um, ma'am, have you been saved? Have you been born again? Has your sins been washed away? And she looked at me. She said, no. And I said, listen. We could pray for you right now, and the Lord will heal you, but that's not going to help you when you die. Mm -hmm. I said, it would be better for you to die with sickness and go to heaven with your, because your sins are washed away than to get healed, not accept Jesus, and then eventually go to hell. Right. But I said, the good news is you don't have to choose between one or the other. Because when Jesus died on the cross, he bore your sins and your sicknesses and diseases. Yes. He died for both. You can be forgiven and healed. Amen. I said, do you want to accept Jesus now as your Lord and Savior? She said, yes. And right there, she accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. A little side note there. I preached the gospel to her. She was Catholic. But she wasn't born again. Right. See, you can belong to a church. You could be called a Christian. But that doesn't mean you're saved. Right. Are you saved? Are you born again? You could be Catholic. You could be Protestant. You could be a Lutheran. You could be a Pentecostal. You could be a Baptist. You could be a Presbyterian. You could be born. Salvation Army. You could be born into a Christian family yeah. in Asia mm -hmm. and have pastors for parents yeah. it doesn't mean you're born again have you been saved yes. Amen. well i shared jesus with her right out of her catholic bible she accepted christ as her lord and savior and then we laid hands on her in the name of the lord jesus christ since the presence of the lord we believe we receive when we pray and then i said this to her after we said amen we gave god thanks thanking him for her healing. Then I said this to her. I said, come to the meeting tonight. It starts at 6.30. And she looked at me and she said, I can't come to the meeting. She put her hand on the bar. <laughs> she says, I'm still in pain. I, 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 I'm not well. I said, ma'am, I understand. But we just prayed 
and God has heard our prayer, it is done. See, that's faith. Right. Faith believes it's done before it experiences it. I said, you come to the meeting tonight. And she gave in a little bit. She said, okay, listen, even if I could come, I couldn't sit in those uncomfortable seats over there, those benches. It's just, you know, I couldn't do that for a long period of time. I said, it doesn't matter. You're healed. You come. Yeah. And then we said goodbye. We left. When the time for the service, when it was time for the meeting to begin, she, I heard her voice. I was in the side room, and I heard her come. And there she was. And she stood up, and she gave a testimony. She says, I have never felt so much peace and joy in my heart since I've accepted Jesus Christ mm -hmm. today. Oh, I'm so thankful. And she began to give glory to God. And she said, not only that, I heard a voice. And this voice instructed me to come to the service tonight. And so here I am. Hallelujah. And you know what happened? We prayed for her again. Mm -hmm. Like the next day. We had left town, but like the next day. We heard the report two weeks later. The next day, she was running up and down the streets of her village. It was called De Visideros, De Visideros, Mexico. She was running up and down the streets of De Visideros, shouting out, Gloria a Dios, I'm healed, I'm healed. Gloria a Dios means glory to God. I'm healed, I'm healed. Amen. Hallelujah. What happened? Number one, she accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. Yes, so all her sins were washed away. And number two, she acted on the word of God, yes, even though she didn't feel any better. Mm -hmm. And that's what this paralyzed man did. Mm -hmm. Notice when Jesus said, take up your bed and walk, he didn't argue with the Lord and said, Lord, I came here because I'm paralyzed. I need you to heal me first. He acted on the word of Jesus with the little strength he had, trusting God to give him the strength he didn't have. Right. And God's power went into his paralyzed body, and he was healed. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to ask Victoria to lead you in a prayer to receive Jesus. But since the time is short, we're going to lead you in the same prayer to receive Jesus and to be healed. The Lord can heal you and save you at the same time. Thank you, Lord. Do it right now. If you need to pray and make Jesus the Lord of your life, you want to do that right now, just say this after me. Dear God. Dear God. I know that I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I know that I'm not right with you. I know I'm not right with you. I know that there's sin standing between me and you. I know there's sin standing between me and you. But I believe, but I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. Jesus Christ is your son. That you sent him to this earth. That you sent him to this earth. To live a perfect life. To live a perfect life. And to die in my place. To die in my place. To take the punishment that I deserve. To take the punishment I deserve. Jesus. Jesus. I want to make you the Lord of my life. I want to make you the Lord of my life. I repent of all my sin. I repent of all my sin. I turn my back on my old life. I turn my back on my old life. I ask you to come and live inside of me. Come and live inside of me. And wash away all of my sin. Wash away all my sin. I turn to you, God. I turn to you, God. Thank you for being my father. Thank you for being my father. Jesus. Jesus. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I believe God raised you from the dead. You are my king. You are my king. You you are my Lord, my Lord, and I will serve you forever. And I will serve you forever. Lord, we just lift up everyone yes. who's watching, and we ask now that your healing power will flow into them right where they're watching yes. from. In the name of Jesus, we command every sickness and every disease to depart from your people now. We believe we receive healing for all manner of sickness and disease, every kind of 
every kind of sickness and disease now in the Jesus mighty name. name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want to encourage you. You might be like Thank this paralyzed Lord. man. You might be watching in a paralyzed condition. Maybe you have a, a, a crippled hand, a, yes. a paralyzed arm. Stretch it out. I want to encourage you to start doing something yes. right now. Amen. Put your faith into action. The Lord Jesus is right there. Mm. He's healing you right now. Believe it. Trust him. Do what you can do, expecting him to do what yes, you cannot yes, do. Yes, yes, and yes. watch that paralysis leave your body. Oh, yes. Tumors. Movement is returning. And tumors are dissolving. If you have a tumor somewhere, you know, sometimes you find yourself checking it, feeling it, go ahead and put your hand there and find Amen. that it's shrinking. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. And don't forget to go to impacttoday.tv and let us know what God Amen. is doing in your life. Also, call the number on your screen mm -hmm. and tell us. Tell, tell the, the person on the other side what God has done for you, how you've accepted Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We want to hear about it. We'll God bless you. see you next week. Bye-bye. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.